0: Welcome back to another episode of Cued Up, where we watch and review our favorite TV shows for you. This season, if you're new to this podcast, we are reviewing the fifth and final season of Insecure. And we have two more episodes left before the end of an era. I'm your host, Jade Raven, and I am here once again with the most beautiful girl, Miss Holly Lewis.
1: that is so nice um because i don't feel beautiful and um i sound like i'm going through puberty and also did you mean for that to rhyme in the beginning because that rhymed no yeah it, i don't even remember what you said anymore but like you're a rapper so
0: <laughs> very cool oh my i just be saying shit <laughs> Well Rhymes, but they, hello everyone. Thank you. Hi everyone. Thank you for coming back for another episode of <laughs> Cute Up. Holly is a is under the weather, unfortunately. I am. But I, I I am. But thank you for coming anyway. Thank you for joining me anyway. Oh,
1: no problem. I mean, I I'm 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 gonna apologize to whoever gotta listen to this because I'm not feeling this voice right now
0: you know some sometimes a raspy voice sounds hot well if that's <laughs> if that's what i'm giving <laughs> if
1: that's what i'm giving then sure
0: all this means is that holly's been working really hard and it finally caught up to her that's that's just what that's, it means that's exactly
1: what this means but i need my voice back by friday so
0: because karaoke time <laughs> it's karaoke time i, I need actually to got my note yes and i actually got invited to karaoke the same night you're having karaoke and i'm like i can't Hi. go
1: this you news you'll lose person
0: <laughs> i'm like i can't go i already have karaoke plans i'm so uh, sorry no it's fine because i was gonna go with you anyway regardless <laughs> have a hard choice to make, as this episode, episode eight of Insecure, is entitled, Choices, okay? Oh, great transition. I try, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Written by Eli Wilson Pelton and directed by Kevin Bray. First and foremost, I want to give a huge shout out and congratulate Issa Ray for her 2022 Emmy nomination today.
1: Yes, I didn't even see that. Good for
0: her. Yes, for best well, television. Season. Yes, absolutely, for Best Television Actress in a Musical slash Comedy Series. Nice. Very nice. Pops for her. Absolutely, and I'm pretty sure, um, I I don't know if this is the calendar season where Insecure Season 5 is being nominated, so maybe next year, but um, I'm happy for her. I am too, I love that for her. Absolutely. So... If you're new to the podcast, we always start out by asking each other, how do we think about this episode initially? Holly, I thought I really liked it. I thought, we're, I like I said before, we're finally getting into the nitty gritty, especially with the last two episodes. Um, I think it's coming down to not only choices in her career, but choices in her love life. She has to make a decision. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I I thought it was one of the best episodes of the season um, because I feel like there is something happening Um, and I I did I do have faith that she's going to wrap up these she was wrapping up the season in the last three episodes and I think she did it nicely in this episode Um, but it had me like oh girl who you gonna choose I'm actually a little confused and then also with the job situation as well but I really really liked it a lot
0: uh, same girl same and then we also get the twitter twitter was buzzing about this whole molly and uh Torian thing which i thought was super cute yes and my friend um tink she
1: was like why did i think Torian was married and i'm like whoa oh i don't remember girl I don't remember him being married.
0: let's not put that like, into the air for her
1: no, I mean, I'm, I love this. Like I tweeted, I'm team Tori and I got a couple of retweets off of that. Like, I love this, everything that's happening. But Tink was like, I thought he was married. And I'm like, wait, why would you, why? And she's like, I just, for some reason, I remember in an earlier season that she was trying to make small talk with him or something like that. And he said that he was meeting his wife for dinner or something like that. Like he kind of cut her off. Oh, And I'm like, I don't remember that. I would have remembered that. So, I don't know about unless that, one. that was
0: his ex-wife.
1: Maybe, but I don't remember. I don't remember
0: Torian ever having enough,
1: like, of a storyline for me to remember that.
0: Right. No. Yeah. Me neither. No. I mean, God, if you guys are listening and you remember that, please let us know because I don't remember that, and if I <laughs> don't remember that, it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> because she's like the super super fan so she would definitely know I really am a super fan that's hilarious it's amazing though and that's why you are my co-host because only you know the nitty-gritty of this show thank you you're welcome so we're gonna jump right into it um so this episode opens up with views of Los Angeles um and I like how this song was pillows and the lyrics go If you told me my life would be like this, I wouldn't have believed you. As we see a panned up shot of Issa and Nathan pillow talking. Mm -hmm. So I like that a lot. Very good. Very good. Very thoughtful. Very. And Issa and Nathan are pillow talking and they're talking about nothing at first. Like this is the second time that they've been in bed together and like they're not talking about anything. Nope just just about squirrels squirrels and then of course <laughs> Tiffany but squirrels like that's what y'all talk about and I and I couldn't help but think to myself like she would not be having this kind of conversation with Lawrence in the bed talking about squirrels she sure would if I'm like what is she doing uh anyway
1: <laughs> but but I mean to play devil's advocate that could just show that she is comfortable being herself because that was that that was a very I feel I feel myself with you question.
0: Right. And I don't think every conversation with your partner needs to be super serious. Right. And it's nice to like let yourself go and be like, hey, I'm thinking about squirrels. Like, and he's like, you know what? You're right. Why are they always looking like they late for work? Like, you know, it's cute. But I'm like, I know damn well her and Lawrence ain't sitting there talking about squirrels. Right. Anyway, that's just me. Um, and she's talking about Tiffany and how she's really leaving. And, you know, he goes, It's gonna be okay, because that means we have somewhere to go. We have someplace to visit. And she's like, So you're gonna call me to Denver? And he's like, Hell no. I thought that was funny. Um, and we see a little booty action from Nathan. Little booty. Mm -hmm. Little booty. It was just, you know, I've seen a lot of light skin asses. So I mean. They all I look the not, same sorry. to me. They all look the same to me. That's funny. That says something that about my type, not-
1: I guess. <laughs> Listen, and that says something about me too because I'm like, I haven't seen that, so.
0: <laughs> um, You know, he got a little, little son, not serious, but you know, they make their way into the bathroom and this is when the first choice Isa has to make comes up, right? So he says, as she's brushing her teeth, like, you know, I've left a lot of my clothes here. And she's like, yeah, she confiscated his shirt. He goes, is that my shirt you're wearing? And she's like, yeah, you left it here like three weeks ago and I hit it and now it's mine, which most girls do. I would. Right. And that's how you know stuff is getting a little bit serious when your partner starts leaving clothes, either on purpose or unintentional. Right. Either way, that means they just, they're there all the time. Yes. And she's like, it looks like me casa is starting to look like we casa. Mm-hmm. And I love the rack focus on this scene. I really love it. And like, I don't know. I went to school for television radio production. So like I know like certain film and tricks. So rack focus to me was beautiful. That was just beautiful. Shout out to the director. Well, explain to the people what rack focus is. Jake. Oh, so rack focus is where you have two people in frame, right? And then if you notice that when Issa was talking, the focus was on Issa. So instead of cutting to a new scene or a new angle, they just have, they they focus each person. So at first, before they film, they focus Issa in frame, right? Yeah. Then Issa stays put and then they, do something with the lens, and it focuses on, um, what's his name, Nathan, correct. So then they'll mark it on the camera. So when they have Isa talking, it's a focus on Isa instead of cutting to a new scene, or cutting to a new camera direction, they'll just (coughs) switch the lens to where they marked it to be focused on Nathan.
1: Right, got it, got it. So
0: it's like one continuous shot. Got it. And it was done beautifully. Very cool. I geek out with stuff like that. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, I learned that in college. I know what that is.
1: Very cool. And you just paying attention.
0: Yeah, girl. I love all that type of shit. So in the meantime, Nathan, as she's brushing her teeth, proposes a question. Should we move in together? He likes waking mm-hmm. up to her, waking up next to her. He likes making her coffee. And Issa's a little bit taken aback by that, And she's like, Do you think we're ready for that? And my answer is no.
1: Absolutely not. This is all cute. They play in house right now, but there's a difference when Bill's come into play and when y'all really seeing each other every single day, like there's a big difference between, oh yeah, I'm here every single night, but I also leave and there's a difference because you still got your own place and he's got his own place.
0: Exactly. And what upset me about that is when she goes, Are you do you think we're ready for that? And he goes, Maybe it would save us some money. And I'm like, that's your logic right now? It would save us some money. I mean, as we saw
1: in the last episode, Homeboy is using a milk crate as a as a as a night table, so <laughs> for his lamp. So he, he is thinking about that,
0: Jade. Yeah, but like, like. Not like oh, I really love you, and I like I want to see this grow. I mean, I guess he did say like waking up to you, but like his whole logic was it would save us some money. I'm like, maybe he said
1: it like that because he didn't want to come off as like I really love you, because it's not like she jumped at the at the yes, right? So like I can't go full force and be like I want to move in with you because I'm in love with you and I can't stop thinking about you and I want to spend every minute with you like he had to play it off and be like you know I we'll was save some money like
0: I guess so you whatever
1: way. I don't know she, she didn't look too thrilled she she was it
0: probably was a lot for her you know I don't think she was thrilled hell no like I don't know this is moving way fast for me like I don't know the time span of their relationship at this point but I mean, I feel like it's only been a few months. If that, I wanna I honestly want to say it's
1: been maybe like a month and a half.
0: <gasps> Girl, I mean, I I mean, I don't know. When we when you're in your 30s, I think just shit just moves fast. Cause I feel like you're it trying does. to play catch up.
1: It does, but like I don't know. I guess they didn't they've already known each other. So it's not like they really have to go through the whole dating stage. Right. So it's not like where, like, it's a new person. Like, they kind of don't have to do that crap. So maybe it feels fast. But they already went through the nitty gritty of knowing each other.
0: So I guess right. it's, it's cool. I guess so. I mean, he's not really courting her. Uh, Jade? <laughs> not in the least
1: bit. But what do we know? We're just seeing 30 minutes. You know, maybe they go out on dates. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I have no idea what happens behind the scenes. Maybe they're going on dates. You know. might be right. You might be right. Um, so the, they end this scene, which I thought was hilarious. So as she's brushing her teeth, he goes, you know you're using my toothbrush, right? Girl. He said that, that that's, me too brush. that's me toothbrush. That's me toothbrush. I would have threw up too.
1: Like, that's that was, nasty. That's, yeah. Oh, no, that's, that's where I draw the fucking line. Uh. gross
0: for real like I think Issa tweeted like it doesn't matter like how many (laughs) unpleasantries we share together I'm not sharing my toothbrush and I'm paraphrasing by the way but mm -mm. that's so nasty I wouldn't even and I mommy I love you but like I'd even like sharing drinks with my mom I don't like sharing straws with people I don't don't even I don't like sharing forks utensils
1: nothing i'm the same i'm the very exact same way i hate drinking after people i hate like everything about that i think one time my mom like accidentally used my toothbrush and i was like just thrown away like yes that's that's disgusting (laughs)
0: oh my god Uh, i don't care if i have my i don't care if you had your balls in my mouth like no and
1: that's no. funny because I really was thinking, I was like, I don't care if you spit in my mouth. We not share the
0: toothbrush, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's besides the points, okay? Hey, like, no. So Issa, Holly and I feel you. That was disgusting. Disgusting. So we cut to scene two and it's finally the art walk. The art walk is underway. And Koya is greeting people as they arrive, handing them what I can only assume to be cards with like, the, the information and the list of vendors. Yeah. And she tells the black couple love blackly, walk safely. And then when the white people come up, she's kind of just like, I'm so glad you're, I'm so, it's so rad that you're here. <laughs> it cold switches real quick. I, can I just say something? So I was thinking about this as I was like taking a shower. So <laughs> I noticed that Insecure is not is insecure in the same timeline as real life in a sense of like you don't see anything like COVID related. Well, I mean some um
1: some shows just decided that they weren't gonna incorporate COVID into their shows. Yeah. Just because they it's a lot in real life. Like, do you I I get annoyed watching it on TV. Like last season when Gray's Anatomy's whole season was based off of COVID. Granted, it's a it's a show in a hospital. So like I get yeah. it. But like half of their staff got COVID. Meredith was in a coma for like 10 episodes. It was absolutely ridiculous. And like I appreciate watching shows where it's not COVID related because then they also do it kind of sloppy like okay SV, SVU will they last season they try to incorporate COVID into it but like half of the time they would have their mask on half the time they didn't it's like pick pick just pick like did you true. not wear a mask or wear a mask you know so like I appreciate Insecure not incorporating COVID because I think that would it would take away from a lot of stuff that yeah. they would be that she would do like throwing events and stuff.
0: And I agree with you. And I noticed that all the events have been outside events. Yeah. So even if they were playing in real time, COVID time, I mean, it's uh, during the summer, the, the COVID restrictions in California, you know, were loosened. But they were filming. During, during COVID. COVID. Correct. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of the, all, every event that Issa has had thus far has been an outside event. Right. Even, even Just, the beach party was outside, obviously. Exactly. Exactly. Which okay. is cool. It just came to mind, and I just want to bring it up, you know, because <laughs> I'm like, hmm. okay I feel it.
1: I feel it.
0: Yes. Um, so Issa is showing Seth around. And for those who don't know, Seth is one of the CEOs of um Nothing But Water. And yep, yeah, NBW. And it looks like and Anthology Collection was the people that she tried to get on board two episodes ago, and they weren't with it because of what Crenshawn, who we'll talk about a little bit, uh tweeted about Issa and their partnership. But it looks like they're all on board. <laughs>
1: right, NWB right,
0: right. is incredibly happy. No, NBW, my bad, is happy. Um, and I like the fact that he included Koya in this. Like, I thank you and Koya for doing this. You guys are doing a good job. And you know, they're she they are helping them make progress in this quote unquote market.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> I, thought, I thought the same thing when he said in this market, I'm like, mm. Mm,
0: yeah, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and that she should be receiving an offer from he and Nadia real soon. She is literally killing it. Yes. Love that. Got a, good for her. I would love to go an event like that. Nobody's throwing shit like that around here. I would love to go.
1: Me, I thought the same thing. I was like, dang, there's a couple things when it comes to LA that I really wish we can experience. They just do such cool shit. Like, yeah, uh, it just looks so nice. I just wish we had things like that.
0: Yeah. Maybe we'll be the ones creating shit like this. I mean, who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, so then there's a woman or a fan that stopped Issa and thanked her for throwing the event and says, I'm so glad I stopped here before going to that bridge. I'm like, girl, what? (laughs) That That was the same girl, too. Thank you, Holly. I was just about to ask you, was that the same woman
1: from the book signing? That was definitely this. There's, I couldn't, I mean... I didn't recognize her face, but like, it has to, what are the odds This the second person is like, you saved my life from killing myself. Like, I definitely think it was the same person.
0: It had to be because it looked like Issa almost recognized her real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Well, she has to double down on that wellness event now. <laughs> right, right. And that girl better show up. So then we find out, so Molly Kelly, and another thing I was thinking about in the bathroom, uh, was Issa's brother? I'm like, when are we going to see Issa's brother again? Right, and he showed up with Kelly, and that banter is hilarious. No, he's very funny.
1: Him and Kelly are very funny. I wish we we saw more of them this season.
0: Right, like he showed up at the second to like not second to last, third to last episode. Right. Anyway, so they have a little banter back and forth. They show up at the oh, but before that, they see um Issa spots Nathan and. In- His cousin, Thomas, it looks like they're on better terms. We found out that Nathan is throwing a men's group at the barbershop. Yes. And, you know, she's like, oh, people will call us a power couple. I knew it. I knew I'm like, yo, Holly is cringing.
1: But the funny, every single time they come on my screen, I wish somebody could record my face because I'm literally like, I'm just so, (laughs) like, turned off. Cause it just seems forced. Like, I, why are you forcing this on me? I don't understand. And like, if I didn't love Issa, that whole, oh people call us the power couple. I'll do it. We a power couple. Like girls, I don't want to say bitch shut up cause I love Issa, but like bitch, shut up. Like shut up, throw out. Like, <laughs> out, out. Like I'm not into it. I'm
0: just not. Ugh. Girl, he is full. He He is all in and I feel bad for him. I do too. Because she is just not, she's like halfway in, halfway out. Flip-flopping ass Issa.
1: Go show her ass next episode. Watch.
0: Because her mind is in this relationship, but I don't believe her heart is. It's not. It's
1: not. It's not. But we gonna get there.
0: We are. So again, Molly shows up with Kelly and Issa's brother. There's some banter back and forth. We found out that Molly already went on her first date with Torian. Yes. And I wish we saw that. I know that would have been nice to I see them. It would have. Ugh. But they're <laughs> but he's trying to set up their second date. She needs a stress reliever. So she's hoping they fuck. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? That shit's about to be so hot though. Cause it, but like I feel like it's more than fucking. I feel like he would make love to her.
1: I can see that. I can see it being very sensual.
0: You know, I mean, just let all her walls every pun intended down.
1: Ugh, goodness.
0: You know, girl, she needs it. She needs it. She needs some good love. And I don't even mean sexually. I just mean in general. No, 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 she definitely both. She needs both. Absolutely. Um, so they leave the event and as they're walking to their cars, Koya and isa they bump into crenshaw who was waiting for them yeah and koya was like i usually don't fight my brothers but i will if <laughs> necessary she was with it she came in hot and he said
1: he said i'm here i'm here to bring the peace and he's she's like all right but i got a piece on
0: me like <laughs> yeah. koya, why are koya you is going not playing high? no not at all i love her So it looks like after all that shit he was talking on Twitter, that he finally came around to see what really goes into Issa's job, right? Came
1: around, that man did a full 180. Like,
0: ridiculous. I was like, I was like, really? So now after you see all her shit blowing up, now you coming back talking about we should work together and I tried to throw a wearable event and I didn't realize how overwhelming it was and she's like yeah <laughs> like I just I'm not I'm not into
1: it crunch Sean
0: like I hate when they come around after the fact like this is what she has been trying to tell you that's what i oh disgusting anyway it, yeah he literally got his head out his ass so about oh I got all these opportunities starting I'm about to open up a new store and I'm like this is the exact shit that she said the last time y'all had this conversation and you were like integrity 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 I'm like right. really
1: right and this exactly what we said we we're like we're not understanding what the issue is because like I'm sure you're getting opportunities from this and look nigga you getting opportunities from this so what's the problem
0: Exactly. And now you don't know how to handle all these opportunities, which is what we spoke about last episode of people not understanding the business. Yep. And now he needs her because he can see the potential and what she's been trying to do. Right. Talking about, oh, I see you really out here trying to help the community. Like, duh! Right. Stupid. This <laughs> is <laughs> dumb. It's so dumb. then, like, you know, of course, Koya was like, They always come around. They always come back, which is true. With his sexy ass apology. (laughs) Stupid. I don't care how sexy that apology was. He is an idiot. He is, and he's ignorant. Very. So, this is what this episode is about, Choices. So, before we talk about Molly and her parents, I... Holly and I are going to break down the two daydreams that Issa has. Yes. So the first daydream Issa has, she, so we're gonna talk about the two parallels about what it looks like working exclusively for NBW and then her staying an entrepreneur for the block. Mm-hmm. So in the first daydream, um, it starts out when Issa showing Seth around the miracle theater, right? This is after she gets the offer. From Nadia, yes, which has to be six figures in my opinion. Because why would she? She says she's a rich bitch. Yeah, she was hype. She said
1: "nigga" in the <laughs> deepest voice possible. She said, "I'm a rich bitch." Hey, I'm a rich bitch. Hey, ice summer wristlets. <laughs>
0: hey, <laughs> yes. So, in my opinion, in my it has to be like over 100k. Yeah. Which you know, which you have to think about. Like, she also has to pay Koya.
1: I, I think. think coming from nothing to having, I know a lot of people, especially living in LA, living in New York, living in the area we live in, 100K is not a crazy amount of money. But Girl. let me tell you, something, if Holly was offered a hundred thousand dollars salary tomorrow, that's going to be a lot of money for me because I'm I'm coming from nothing nothing compared to that to that and that's exactly what I mean Issa's living at her apartment complex um for a discount because she's a a manager you know what I'm saying like regardless of what it could even be eighty thousand dollars but that is a lot compared to what she's doing now she's doing a lot of stuff by herself
0: girl a hundred thousand dollars right now (laughs) what, that's how much I'm going to be making in my first year with them. And I'm going to say first year, because that's just the first offer. She can either negotiate for more or whatever. But this is the first offer is like, let's just assume between 80 and $100,000. Right, right. And then that's also, I don't I don't know if, again, that kind of that money allocates back towards Koya like she has to, well, because Koya works for Issa. So Koya is not working for NBW. Right. If she gets $100,000, approximately, let's say, if you're- Let's say,
1: well, not 20%.
0: I would say like 30 grand goes to her. Right. Like that's her salary for the year. Right. Which is like nothing, but whatever.
1: It's nothing, but she's also an assistant. So like- Correct. We know.
0: All right. So let's say Issa is going to pocket 70 grand which is still compared to what she was doing is still money. Yeah. Good for her. Right. So this is where the daydream starts, right? So in the first daydream is she, Issa and Koy are showing Seth and Nadia the Miracle Theater, I believe, for Anthology Collective new concert series. So as they walk into the venue, it changes to Issa the Boss Bitch Ray. <laughs> She is wearing a red power suit. Mm-hmm. Koya is by her side. And they start talking about the brand perception and awareness has grown significantly since our last few events that we've thrown. <clears> <throat> and I'm like, oh, they've been throwing a lot of events. Right. At first, I was confused.
1: I'm like, wait, what's happening? But I was like, oh, it's a sequence. Got it.
0: Yes. And she jokes saying that you're going to want to call it New Black Water. <laughs> And they laughed are like, oh, you're so funny. <laughs> but she's like, yeah, it's true. Um, so I like how the Miracle Theater had 400 people. And then the venue that she was showing them shows 6,300 people with access to outside for overflow. I'm like, oh, shit. She is throwing big ass events. Right. We're I'm gonna. I'm going to Holly. I have a lot to say. Okay. <laughs> then we see her at a talk at University of Michigan, where she's talking about the block and how it's grown since her two-year partnership with NBW. Uh-huh. And that Issa now is known nationally. And we learned that she also hasn't been home in a while or yeah. has any thrown event, hasn't thrown any events in LA in a long time. Right. So then she, you know, has to cut the interview a little bit early, saying that she has a flight to get to. And she is flying first class when she and she is just dripped out. Dripped out. Yes, where she sees Ty Dolla $sons. And I thought of you, I mean, I thought of you, Holly. <laughs> I'm like,
1: um, yeah, I love him. She always incorporates him. I, and I love that. She really loves him.
0: Yep. <laughs> and that he is flying back home to LA too, to work with a new artist called Crenshaw.
1: Yep. He is like, Oh, Crenshaw. Like, Oh, that's so great that he's doing these things.
0: Yes. They call him the hood hero. Uh-huh. Just another little jab.
1: Like, Oh girl, you haven't been home in a while. Now look, he's the hood hero.
0: Right. So it got her, you know, thinking a little bit about, Okay. I made this decision. Okay, I see he's doing all right. You know, I could have been out there with the hood here. Right? <laughs> you know what I right, mean? Right. So then we see that Issa is finally home and she is home from Miami. And it's a different day because her outfit is completely different for uh-huh. her and her hair, which I'm going to get into. um, <laughs> And she, she comes home to no other than Nathan. Were you surprised to see him there? No,
1: because I mean, right now she's thinking of her
0: reality of what she's doing
1: right now. So not really. It made sense because we were like, oh, in both scenarios. Look who is there, Nathan. I'm like, that's because he's there right now. Like, relax. This is no- doesn't mean nothing. little kids. Okay. Hey,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Nathan is also doing well in his career. He's opening up a new shop. He cut the whole cast of brothers. Mm hmm. And um, they're in a fancy new house in West Hollywood in order for her to be closer to the NBW offices. Yep. So she looked a little bit like, oh, okay. Like that's what I did. Right. Like, like surprised that, that she made that decision. Right. And did you notice a wedding band on her hand? I didn't. Did you, she had like, okay. So when she was hugging him or she was straddling him, I did see a band on her left ring finger. Okay. It was very light, though. Like, if you weren't really watching, looking for it, you wouldn't have seen it. Okay, okay. So I was like, okay. In her little daydream, she's married to Nathan in this? I guess. Maybe.
1: I suppose.
0: (laughs) So then we cut back to reality, and her mirror self says, you weren't just dripping, you were rainstorming. But that, is that when she saw Lawrence? No, we're going to get into that. Okay, okay. So let's get into the second daydream. So this is after, as soon as she gets an email from Nadia, she then gets a text message from Crenshaw with a pinned location. Mm -hmm. And right before we jump into her second daydream, she meets up with Crenshaw and she goes to tell him in person that She thinks working together is not the move. Right. And he respectfully disagrees and hopes that and wants to show her a new dope storefront. And she he's like, listen, we can keep throwing events for us and keep giving back to us. Right. So it kind of got her thinking a little bit. Right. And that he's also trying to build out an after school program. She also used to work for an after school program, right? He sent her look at how look at look at his growth. He sent her a proposal. Sure did. I was like, oh, he's serious,
1: right? He is. OK,
0: and then he wants to show her the new space that he's been looking at in order for her to see the vision. Mm-hmm. So we're going to jump right into now her second parallel daydream her life if she works with Crenshaw. So she and Koya meet up with Crenshaw at the space and it looks amazing. Yes. Um, and and I keep forgetting, f- fucking up their name. Anth- Anthology? Anthology Collective um, is apparently working with him and a new artist named Blue. Okay. Uh-huh. In this scene, she's wearing a yellow power suit, very modern yellow power suit. Uh um and we also and the guy is so cute he came out with olive brownies
1: (laughs) same ones that she tried to make to give to him
0: and he said they just came out my air fryer (laughs) and I said ew like you can make brownies in the air fryer like Mm -hmm. gross right I have an air fryer and I don't think you can make brownies (laughs) in the air fryer I don't think so either Whatever. That's her fantasy, right? Right. (laughs) So she um, is featured in the LA Times. And she actually introduces Crenshaw to a bigger storefront for them to open up their second location in a year. Which I don't know if it was
1: me making it up, but I feel like that was the same um, location as we got y'all. So it looks very familiar. I have to look that up, but continue.
0: Yes, please do. And listeners, let us know because I I didn't notice that. Yeah. So um, it looks amazing. The storefront, and they buy it, and it gets decked out in LA's finest, I believe. How they decorated the outside. And there's a line waiting outside the door. She looks amazing in this red suit skirt thing her hair looks beautiful again we'll get into the hair and she is like chopping it up with the locals talking about oh is that isa what was it isa leswood
1: yeah isa isola isola wood or something isola like
0: wood so yeah. at first i was like oh did she marry is that his last name <laughs> i was like that's nisa's last name she's married i I'm, I'm weak <laughs> um you know her community knows her they she's gonna play spades with them and the song is fucking it up she's fucking it up in it like in a good way like she's literally fucking up the game right now in anglewood yep and she looks happy i'm trying to think did she look happy like that in the first scenario uh-huh she did because like even when she was on the
1: plane and she was like i love this this is so cool like I think it's different types of happiness because I feel like the second scenario is a happiness where she's still giving back to the community. She's still in the community, right? As you're going to get into, um, when she gets back to her apartment, she's like, why are we still, you know, like that, she just kind of her mood. So I I think certain things in both are making her happy, which is why she's having such a hard time with these choices. Um, but I think it's different types of happiness the first scenario is I'm happy because we, you know, I got all this money and I'm well known and, you know, all this stuff like that. And the second one is like, this is great. I'm re- I'm really giving it back to the community. Like I'm doing all that I could do and everything that I, I was saying I was going to do.
0: Right. Um, no, yeah. you're absolutely right. Yeah. And as she's eating her ice cream, there's a big bus that comes by with NBW's ad with Ty doll signs. So yeah. it kind of got her. Second guessing, just a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah. But you know, she kind of shakes it off. And then we see Miss Tyra Banks <laughs> giving Isa the key to Englewood, giving her the key to the city for uplifting, uplifting black businesses for spearheading funding for Englewood's new community center and just being an overall bad bitch. People are like Tyra Banks, the mayor of Englewood. <laughs> <laughs> a week um and then koi is there that kid from anthology collective is there and then she goes home this time she's in a hot that hot pink thing she wore was beautiful yeah and i loved her hair <coughs> yes the key to the city is hanging on the wall and she comes home back to the, her same la apartment yeah. and nathan is there still yeah. So he's a constant right now in her daydreams. And this is where things start getting a little like, OK, girl, what is happening? So right. she kind of questions like, well, what are we doing in this apartment still? And he's like, hey, you had to make some sacrifices if you still, if you want to be an entrepreneur. Right. He said we ought an
1: entrepreneurship.
0: Yeah, which is fine because he again is still doing the boys group, the men's uh-huh. group.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So that's cute. And people people are saying they thought it
1: was funny that in both of our scenarios Nathan was a house husband
0: <laughs> right he was cooking yeah. well fuck it she is busy yeah <laughs> you might as well be doing something right um and so and Trina has hair in her toilet that think it's haunting her like girl same issue <laughs> yes so she goes into the bathroom and she hears him say well she faintly hears Nathan say I'm proud of you so when she walks out the bathroom to kind of hear him more clearly it's Lauren that's Lauren it's Lauren that says I'm proud of you and she is scared that he's scared to shatter her he did She's about to hit him with a plunger facts and he like he's dressed in the same outfit Nathan is (laughs) That like tiny ass gold chain and black turtleneck. Yes, and he goes to try to kiss her, and she's like, eh, like. And we cut to her in the bathroom. Her classic, talking to herself in the bathroom. Yes, she is stressed. She has decisions to make, and she asks herself, "Why did Lawrence pop up?" Now, right. I already knew Lawrence popped up because there's uh, there's literally unfinished business. Right. So before herself even said anything, I already knew what it was. Right. She's,
1: she was like, maybe there's a little voice in the back of your head that is saying things are not over between you two. And she's like, bitch, you are the voice in the back of my head.
0: <laughs> Remember when we threw Candola's baby to trash? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> So it's actually we also learned that it's been a few weeks that um, she's called him and he's called her back and they still haven't spoke.
1: Yeah. So if it's been a few weeks
0: when that happened, that means that they haven't been in a relationship for that long. Right, because was that the same day? That was like a couple same- days
1: after I love you.
0: Right. So
1: I'm still saying they've only been together for like a month and a half.
0: Damn, they moving fast, fast. Okay. Right. I honestly think that she is. And they said this in the wind down because I actually saw the wind down. Yes. um, That she is living with the what if. Yes. Like, what if this, like, what if she's making the wrong decision with Nathan and that this is where her life is supposed to be with Lawrence instead? What if? Yeah, I don't know, girl. The thing is, even if. So let's say her first scenario is correct and she just replaces it with Lawrence. I feel like that all would be the same just without Lawrence, just with Lawrence being there in her second scenario, scenario, because he works for the barbershop, he doesn't make much money and she's an entrepreneur. If she was with Lawrence, they still wouldn't be. They would not be living in that apartment because he makes a lot of money. Right. So the living situation would be different. Right. I don't know. I don't know. She has to, she, there's no closure for her. She has to see, she has to see what if she, I think she's going to get, go back to Lawrence.
1: I'm hoping that she goes back to Lawrence. Um, But (laughs) if that's the case, she better do those scenarios over also being a stepmother. Cause that makes a big difference in what's going on too. True. Um, but I mean, in both choices, which one putting like Nathan and Lawrence aside, but like both choices, which one do you think she should choose?
0: Right. So we're going to get to Molly at the end. So she does call Molly and I'll answer the question. Oh, I was like that was a real question. Jade. No, no, no. I'm going to answer the question <laughs> because what Molly has to say to Issa ties into this. Right. T- ties into what my my answer would be too. So, she calls Molly after her day with her parents. We'll we'll get into it a little bit. Um for more clarification and advice on what she should do. So, she says, is she a sellout for going with NBW? Or is it a big risk to go with Crenshaw? Now, the reason I say this is because when I told you I have some things I want to say. When she says, Am I being a sellout? In my mind, her hair played a lot to do with how oh, she feels. A hundred and ten percent. That um, was very telling. Yes, about NBW or whether or not she feels like a sellout. Very, very telling. Because as soon as this scene started, I said the first day dream. I'm like, okay. Because outfits and hair say a lot. Yeah. But I think she was saying more about her with her hair than her outfits. Yeah. Her hair was straight the entire NBW. Straight and dark. Yes. And there's a part of... You and I both have natural curly hair. Uh And I don't know if you've ever had this experience, but I know a lot of women of color who have this complex of wearing their hair natural that it's not professional yes. and that they feel like they have to straighten their hair in order to be, I guess, in order to like fit in. Yeah. So I felt like when she, when she said to Molly, am I being a sellout based on her daydream? I'm like, yes, you change your entire appearance. You change, you straighten your hair, right. your hair for these fucking white people. No offense. offense but no offense no but but seriously and i'm like yes i think in the back of her mind she feels like she is being a cello and her hair showed it
1: yeah it was very very telling she had very long weave i mean somebody tweeted like the girl from the photograph showed up like who (laughs) is (laughs) this we don't we don't know this isa like and then when she had the second um daydream her, even her curly hair, it was even, the color was even more vibrant. Like she was able to do more playful things because she felt more comfortable with doing that herself. So, um, she
0: definitely thinks in the back of her head that she's being a sellout. Absolutely. And if, like you said, the colors, even if you look at, cause I feel like the color palette for Insecure has always been kind of dark. Uh-huh. You can tell there was brightness even within the c- color palette. Like in the first one, she was wearing a, let's say a red plaid power suit, right? Then she was wearing, when she was talking on the panel, it looked like she was kind of wearing something like a dark magenta. Uh-huh. Then she was on the plane and she had the box. Like she was, oh my God, it didn't even looked like her. I was like, girl, what the fuck are you doing? You out here looking way too Hollywood. Right. And then when she came home,
1: I was like, that dress is gorgeous. But like, we're in the house. Like, what are we doing?
0: Yeah, she had that beautiful white trench coat, that silk dress. She just came from Miami. The long extensions in her hair. I said, oh, Issa. Girl, you done forgot where you came from real quick. Right. Yeah. So my. Yeah. Uh It could also reflect
1: Not so much of she is being a sellout if she goes that way, but like, that is what her mind thinks she's doing. So her mind might think that she is being a sellout. So that's why it was portrayed that way. Right. Her mind thinks that she's, she's more comfortable being herself And the other one. That's why she was doing all those fun hair things. So I don't know if it necessarily reflects what it actually is. Or how she just feels. Yeah, just how she feels.
0: No, I agree. <coughs> and yeah, I, I mean, the minute I saw them, like, oh, her hair is just saying everything. Yeah,
1: right. It's yep.
0: the, her hair says everything. And I do agree with you. The color palette is brighter. Like she had that beautiful. It was a bright red when she walked out of the. um, Whatchamacallit. When she walked out of the the second flagship store. Yes. She had a beautiful, bright yellow um, button down when she first met with Crenshaw. Like her her hair, like, and also maybe she feels that now that she has money, she can afford to like straighten her hair all the time. And get weaved. I mean, yeah. So, but like, I just felt like her hair just said it all to me. No, that was definitely, um,
1: I don't know if foreshadowing is the correct word, but that was definitely a tell. Um, for how she um feels inward. Right. So I don't think you're wrong. I think you're spot on, honestly. But yes, what is your what is your what do you choose?
0: I see what I think she should choose. Yes. Because NBW is the safe route. That's guaranteed money. They love you. You could pretty much do whatever you want and they'll just jump on it. Um but I feel like she would be more happy. It would be a harder road, but she would be more happy doing what with Crenshaw.
1: Okay. I probably would pick NBW, honestly. And not just because I think it's easier, but because I feel like when she said to Crenshaw, I don't think it's best that we work together, I didn't think of that as. It's we shouldn't work together because you know it's hard. I just think their personalities, just how he thinks, I think it's gonna be a hard road because of him.
0: Mm-hmm. Like I don't
1: see, I, I couldn't see longevity of their work relationship. And I feel like that might fuck that would fuck her up a little bit. Um, whereas I don't see what I really wanted from this episode or from what I wanted her to say was for her to kind of do both.
0: Like, and I was going to say that in my mind, I'm like, well, why can't she work with NBW and still work with Crenshaw? Like, why does exactly. it have to be one or the other? Exactly. That's the whole the whole time I was waiting for that to
1: be a thing because if you're being offered all of this money and it's not like NBW had an issue with Crenshaw, Correct. why is it that you can't take some of this salary and also work with him, even if it's not even through NBW, just on your own accord, because now you have more money to do stuff. Right. So like, why couldn't you do both? That's where I was a little like, I don't see why we couldn't do both. I don't see why we can't help the hood, but also venture out nationally. Girl,
0: I thought, thank you, Holly. You and I are the same. No, because the whole time I'm like, I don't understand why she can't do both. And my logic maybe was because she won't have the time to put her all into Crenshaw because Crenshaw is kind of needy in that sense of like, right. I I need you a lot. Like, I don't know how to do any of this. So in my mind, she has to make the decision on one or the other because she can't invest all of her time in Crenshaw like he needs. And he's going to feel like she, quote unquote, is a sellout because most of her time is going to be based on what she does with nbw right so I, mean, I that's what that that's how i looked at it of why she couldn't do both right which i is, still think she can but he has to be okay with her not giving him all of her time
1: or it doesn't have to be right away i mean she can do nbw and then eventually develop a team like she did in her in her um first fantasy yeah like she had a team and that's kind of takes the weight off of what she's doing i just think it's it's very possible to do both um so that's why i was kind of confused as you know and
0: and molly did say there is no what if there's no wrong answer why does it oh it's not always all or nothing right and i'm like that's so true she goes either way you go you end up great or not or you end up somewhere in the middle right and i'm like, exactly. But she did tell her that, you know, she got to go with her gut and whatever decision she makes, she has to own it. Yes. And I think that's both in the, her career and her personal life. Yes. Yes. So I guess in a happy world, Issa would do both. Yes. Yeah, it's hard, right? It is. But no, I think she's at a good crossroads. It's not like a bad one. It is. It's a good crossroads. Crenshaw just had to come and kind of make it difficult. But yeah. Right, because again, he didn't know he the the issue is, again, he's going to need her a lot so she can't invest the time that he needs from her. And again, I think that's where her dilemma is coming from. Also, her main agenda for the block was to help the community. And her first job kind of takes her away from the community. Which job? Not uh, her first fantasy. Oh yes yes yes. But I mean she could also be
1: helping I don't really think it it takes away from it takes away from Inglewood but there are other communities like she was talking about um she said what's up motor city right like, she was in detroit yeah detroit is a hood you know what i'm saying like yeah. detroit is a is an inner city that she could be helping um she could be helping chicago like there are other inner cities but if she just wants to stick with inglewood that's only going to get you, but so far, like, eventually, you're aren't you going to want
0: to venture out? Type of maybe, thing? but maybe she's just happy with the Hopefully. the staying and the what she's done in Englewood. Well, that's not going to get you out that apartment. That's and that was the whole point of that fantasy. True.
1: So, but the, well, that's where
0: the decision comes in because it's like, well, you choose. You know what I mean, like is she happy with Englewood and all she's done? I'm not saying that that fantasy of Englewood can't lead her to do other things because outside of Englewood, LA is pretty me- uh, poor. Yeah. So she could do other stuff within California, which can then have her venture out more. Right. But I, don't know.
1: I just I feel like the long-term goal is to get sponsored so you can venture out more and do more things. Right. So I
0: I, I think that
1: if I had that choice, I probably would go with MEW. but well, I see- I, Well, yeah, of course. But I see Um, I see the issue and I see what you're saying too. It's hard.
0: Right. She got to go with her gut. Right. And we're going to find out what her gut going to say soon. <laughs> so before we end this, Let's get into Molly's whole thing. Um, she her finally is getting a handle on her parents estate with Kelly, who's helping. Mm-hmm. Kelly is happy to be helping her parents. Her mother is doing really well. She's moving, laughing. The mother looks fine. She looks
1: perfectly fine.
0: Yeah. Um, I've had this conversation about estates with my grandfather earlier this year. And it is a very, very hard conversation because you have to come to reality of like one, death, obviously, and two, like your assets and what you have accumulated in your life up until this point to leave to people when you pass on. And I feel bad because the dad said he's worked 50 years and he has almost nothing to show for it, but the house he had to borrow against his 401k to help with the mother medical bills, yes. which is hard because like, it's just hard in general with life. Like you don't expect things like that to happen. And a lot of people don't have a savings for God forbid emergencies like that.
1: And what sucks is you work, you work for so long. You have your 401k. And you think you'll be able to sit down and retire I and mean, something like that happens. And it depletes so quickly because people don't realize how expensive medical bills are, especially mm-hmm. overnight
0: sales and things like that. So like that, that really sucks. Right. And then the brother was like, do you have a SEP or Roth? Which I thought was pretty interesting. Like, how did you set up your 401k? Like, are we get is it getting taxed beforehand or after, <laughs> you know, like, what are we doing? Yeah. And the dad is like, what? Like, uh, it's just getting older, you have to make a lot of decisions. As us in our late 20s, early 30s, we have to start thinking about 401k, thinking about our future. Um, either you're going to do Roth, or you're going to do an IRA, like all these things that you don't want to think about. But like, you don't want to be in a situation where you're like in your 60s, and your 50s, in, in your 60s, or 70s, and you can't retire because you can't afford to like pay for your house right. anymore you know what I mean? It's just hard. And it's very emotional. Like my grandfather was crying during the whole process and how's, how's going to get split up? Because then you have to think that like, what happens to your legacy once you're not there. Right. And then the guy and the father was like, aren't you guys going to split it up? And like, yeah, but you have to, how is it going to be split up? Is it going to be evenly between the threes and Molly going to get more than the brothers. I mean, and like Kelly said, once you see all your assets on paper, it gets sobering. Like you're like shit. And it can make you be depressed that you ain't got shit after looking at it all. Yeah. Girl, a mess. Yeah. (laughs) And Molly's so good. She's like, it's literally just things. Right. She's telling me
1: what that's in control. The
0: little brother asked him, like, y'all want tea? I'm going to make y'all tea. We don't have tea. I don't know if we ever had tea. I'm going to go get some tea. Like, he's freaking out. Yeah, he's freaking out. And it's scary. It's very scary. So after that exchange, Kelly's killing it with the mom. Kelly's having a great time. Um, Molly leaves, and she kind of has, like, a breakdown in her car, naturally, because that was a lot. Yes. Um. Torian calls her because this was supposed to be their second date. And I really like how Molly decided not to appease Torian and the date and really was like, you know what? I really need me time. Like I had a rough day because I feel like the old Molly would have been like, would have pushed her feelings aside just to go out on on the date.
1: Yeah. And probably been like an asshole on the date too
0: and she was like listen I'm not gonna be much fun I had a really rough time with my parents and he was so sweet like oh no it's okay I'm sorry you had a rough I like it when guys say I'm sorry you felt like this I'm like damn that was so nice of him was, he was like I'm here for me to talk and I was like I like that yes this is a grown-ass fucking relationship
1: <coughs> a grown-up
0: grown-up these are grown-ups so yep. that's when Molly is in the living room and Issa calls and then she gets a, a, her door is rung or knocked and somebody has wine and wings for her. Somebody sent over Postmates and it right. was Torian. Yes. Twitter was going ham when he did this. I loved it. It was so, it was just
1: what I liked and what somebody said was that they liked the fact that he didn't invade her space mm-hmm. after after she said like I need some space yeah like, he was like that was a way of saying like I'm thinking about you I want you to feel better but I'm not going to insert myself because any other guy would have been like oh I want to still see you I want to still come over like let's still hang out And he was like listen she needs her space but he, you also need food and you also need some wine and here I got you and I, I I've loved that
0: I thought he was going to do like a Zoom date or something like that. I was like, oh, he's going to set up a, like a little Zoom thing. And he's eating and drinking the same thing. That would have been cute. But I liked it better like this. Like he just, you know, let her be. Yeah. And they're going to yeah. reconnect at a different time. He wasn't stressing it. No, I was very sweet, very thoughtful. Yes. Okay, Torian, let's yeah. go. Yes. And then we're at the end of this at the end of the episode, um, where Nathan buys Issa dinner, and he goes to excuse himself to go wash his hands before they eat, and she says, mm, "This makes me so happy," and Issa says, and "He goes, that's what I want," and and she goes, "What is?" And then that's when she hears Nick Lawrence's voice say, "For you to be happy." And she whips that head around and it looks like she's, she's looking towards the bathroom. And in my opinion, it looks like she was longing for him to walk out the bathroom. Yeah. Like she was anxiously hoping it was him. I agree. But it was Nathan's happy ass. You saw how happy he was walking out (laughs) that fucking bathroom. He was super happy. He was like skipping out of the fucking
1: bathroom. was super happy.
0: Yes, and she sighed. Now, it could have either been a sigh of relief or a sigh of disappointment. In my opinion, it sounded like a sigh of disappointment.
1: And also a sigh of like, why the
0: fuck this keep
1: happening? Like, I feel like going crazy. Mm-hmm. Because her
0: heart's saying one thing and her mind saying another. Yep, yep. Oh, sh- we got two more episodes left. And I
1: and you saw the preview for next episode?
0: I did. This is
1: gonna be good.
0: Very, very,
1: very, very excited. Like, very excited.
0: Yes. So the preview for next episode, spoiler alert. Well, it's not really spoiler because you can see it yourself. Um, it is Tiffany and what's her husband's name again? Derek. Derek. Tiffany and Derek's um going away party. And Lawrence is like, I'm gonna go, right? Because they're my friends too, right?
1: Well, and- he said, I, he said I don't think I'm gonna go. Because- That's what he said. Yeah, he said I don't think I'm gonna go because they're Issa's friends. Oh, okay, I heard wrong. Yeah, and I was like, no, you gotta go. Derek's your friend.
0: And then he, and then what's that guy's name? He's like, well, you did let her go, some shit like yeah. that, right?
1: He said, um, you did let her go, and you didn't put up a fight so yes and I said go ahead Chad go off Chad okay and that probably made him think like okay maybe I should show up
0: yeah but then she. he brings condole why is condole oh because condole is friends with Tiffany
1: not even that why is the baby can we leave the baby home like why why is the baby always somewhere can we can we just this is an adult party this isn't a kid's party right oh so we don't need to bring I don't know why the baby's there but whatever but him and canola there. Looks like Molly brought Torian. Issa brought uh um, Nathan. I was like, ooh, 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 ooh what are we doing?
0: It's getting good, girl. It's about to get juicy. I know. I'm excited. I'm and Nathan excited. is not happy to see Lawrence there. Not at all. Bye. Bye, Ashley. This is my thing, right? And this is why I know they jumped into this too fast. Because I feel like. And I think that if they actually talked about Lawrence, then they would not be in a relationship right now because he would know based off how she's talked about him that she was not over him yet. That
1: and the only reason they're not together is because of the baby. Like a lot of people, they get really uh, insecure because they've realized that their significant other isn't with the ex-person because of like little things like Mm -hmm. oh we moved away from each other so that's why they're not together it's not a personality thing it's not that they didn't get along it's not that they're not compatible it's not that they don't love each other it's a it's a little ass circumstance nobody cheated none of that shit yeah so nathan if like you're saying if they have a conversation all he needs to know is they're not together because she didn't want to be a stepmom. That's it. They were perfectly fine. That would make me hella insecure.
0: Absolutely. So, and sure. you can see it in his face. Because uh-huh. I don't know who he was talking to. If it looks like he was out in the parking lot or something like that. It was Aaron.
1: Um, why Arne, is he Arne. there? Arik. I don't Why's know. He- I have no idea
0: why he was there. <laughs> like all these random ass people showing up to this party right i have no idea what he's there because i mean it's not like he's dating molly no i don't know actually he must have had to call him for something right you mm-hmm. know what i also noticed that he took a pill in the morning did you notice that i didn't in this episode that just passed yes while they were in when they first went to the bathroom he had like a yellow pill and then he Oh, yeah. No, I didn't notice that. Maybe it's for his, maybe it's his meds. And I, I, that's what I was going to get at. I'm like, maybe that's for his medication. So he must be doing good based on his right now with work. He's not stressed. He's on medication. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to break his fucking heart. (laughs) I think he is going to be, I feel like two things are going to happen, right? I feel like she may choose Lawrence. Right. Mm -hmm. And to either Nathan's going to be devastated. And I don't want him to go have an episode about this. Like I don't want to have a manic episode over this. Or he's going to realize that you know what they're better off and he's going to respectfully bow out. No, no. I think he's
1: gonna be hella disrespectful.
0: In what, in what worlds, in what scenario have we
1: seen Nathan respectively bow out or just be like, you know what? I, I can see it for you guys. Like I think is a sore loser. He's a little childish. Like he's gonna be hella disrespectful. He's gonna be like, you know what? You both deserve each other. Fuck you. Don't call me again. Like I I I <laughs> I I don't picture him being cordial in this in the least bit. If
0: she chooses Nathan. You mean Lawrence? Yes, if she chooses Lawrence. Look at me. Oh my God. That's, I mean, any
1: other time that she said to him, like even when she told him she was helping him move into his new apartment and she said to him like, hey, you know, me and Lawrence were trying again. where we might, you know, get back together. He was a then, for them, and they were just supposed to be friends. Mm. Then when... She's cried in his mouth, clearly over Lawrence, leaves in the middle of the night, disrespectful then. Like he's just, he's he's disrespectful. I think that's that's where he results to. Right. Because um, he doesn't know how to communicate. He doesn't know how to say his feelings. Mm-hmm. So I don't see a scenario where she's like, listen, I choose uh, Lawrence. And he's like, all right, I get it. Cool. Okay. <laughs>
0: like I, I just, I can't see it for him you see them in the preview also. And again, this could be from Issa's point of view. We don't know if this is actually happening of Condola and Lawrence being chummy with the baby again. Yeah. And I'm like, that's when I was like, what, first of all, why is this baby
1: here? Second, it doesn't, I, I just, (coughs) I was hoping it was, um, in niece's mind type of thing because it just felt for that setting of that party it felt weird yes Um, it it felt it felt weird unless baby simone is there but like it's it's derek and um tiffany's party like Mm -hmm. of course that baby's there why is this other baby there like this is not a going away like elijah don't know uh baby simone to say goodbye She don't need to be there. (laughs) Leave the baby at home, find a sitter.
0: Girl, as a parent, sometimes you
1: just don't leave your kid with people. I get it, but, like, where's the sister? Right, where's Kiki Palmer? Like, we just, there is no reason for Condola and Lawrence and baby Elijah to be rubbing all this in Issa's face when Lawrence knows damn well that Issa's going to be there so much so that he's considering not going because he doesn't he doesn't know if he's ready to see her
0: right why
1: bring this little baby and Condoleezza? like i don't understand
0: like are they gonna go together like they, they better not even show up together
1: that's what i'm saying like they i need them to show up separately i need i don't need that bad hope. i just don't need it that's not what i need for next week it's not what i am looking forward to okay
0: girl
1: and i put on my head scarf
0: and there's no breaks holly you called it there are no breaks we're going right into the final two episodes with no
1: breaks. yes i mean it just it only makes sense just because like why would you want to bleed this into the new year just end the season in 2021 you know Mm -hmm. or end the series in 2021 i should say
0: oh my gosh holly i Oh, and it's only and if the last episode is only a 30-minute episode, I'm gonna be fucking livid.
1: I'm also gonna be punching the air because, like, what the fuck kind of disrespect is that?
0: Like, you're not gonna give us at least an hour, maybe 45 minutes. I was gonna
1: say, I will take I'll take some crumbs and I'll take some 45 minutes. All right. (laughs) I will take the crumbs, but like 30 minutes is disrespectful for the last episode of this entire series. Agreed. If she didn't fight for that shit, me and Issa gonna have some words on Twitter, okay? You might see me go viral because (laughs) we gonna have some words.
0: Oh my God. With that being said, everyone, join us next week for episode nine, the second to last episode of the fifth and final season of Insecure. Yeah, hopefully we're not hungover. Oh, girl.
1: I have to work the next day, but I might still be hungover. So that's okay.
0: Yeah, no. See, in my old age, I will be in bed because <laughs> recovery time in your thirties is a bitch. Um... <laughs> so don't forget to rate and review this episode on Holly's Hit or Miss on Intro Jade Fashion. We are on both platforms. Leave five stars for both of us if you like what you're listening to, if you like what you hear. And yes. comment on our posts on our Instagrams on Intrigate Fashion, Holly hit or miss. We're always here to chat with you. Until next week, you guys, have a blessed week. Are we going to be here for Christmas? Are we? No, right?
1: I mean, no. I mean, well, next week is not Christmas. Oh, my okay, I'm I'm jumping ahead. (laughs) Please don't don't jump ahead. Don't age me yet, okay?
0: My bad, girl. (laughs) So have a safe and happy weekend, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Holl and I will see you guys for episode nine. Yes. Bye, everyone. Hopefully, everyone's better. Oh, she will. She will. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye.